Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, welcome to the Common Sense Show. I'm Dave Hodges. I'm the host of the show, Freeing America, One Enslaved Mind at a Time. And Doug Thornton from American Vindictive Show, he's here. And that means you're going to listen to the Doug and Dave Intel Report. And we're going to talk about... A couple of things here about Doug and I are going to give a point-counterpoint about Greg Abbott. Oh, no, 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 we're not fighting. We're just going to give a point-counterpoint. And um, I I approve of what he's doing, but I think we should know the character of the messenger. And then uh, we're going to talk about some of what happened with Carrie Lake. And if you followed me over on Rumble, you know on uh, Wednesday I blew this out of the water. I've been getting, and I'm not bragging, but there is satisfaction in this. I took a lot of heat, and so did people who were close to me who supported me when I came out and said the 2020 election was stolen. And uh, today I've heard from people all over the country, and they're saying, man, I guess you were right, Dave. You know, I I feel like an Elon Musk. Go blank yourself. Uh, But anyway, it is what it is. So we're going to get into those two issues. Uh, But first, got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, uh, more banks are in trouble. B of A had a 50% dip in some of their holdings in the last 30 days. I mean, the the situation's problematic. You need to be in parallel economy. If you have retirement connected to the bank, get it the hell out. Back it up with gold. Okay, also to get most of your money out of the bank, go to precious metals of all types, and Noble Gold is the group that can do it for you. I have worked with Noble Gold as an advertiser for six years, as a customer for five. And I have nothing but stellar things to say about them. Save your nest egg while you still can. The Dodd-Frank Law 2010 says they can take your money at the banks anytime they want. You're an unsecured creditor. Uh, so what are we going to do? Well, first of all, i got to give you a disclaimer. The FTC wants me to tell you, and we're happy to do this, because uh, we believe in being honest. Uh, anytime you're involved in any kind of investment, there's a risk involved, and past performance can't be construed future expectation. We 100% agree with giving that warning. I just wish Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX, Democratic donors of $40 million, would have been made to do the same thing. But we are happy to comply. But I will tell you, at Noble Gold, when you do business with them, you almost have to close your own deal because there's no pressure. So let me send you a free information packet, DaveHodgesGold.com. That's DaveHodgesGold.com. Or if you feel the urgency of the moment, call them at 877 646-5347-877-646-5347. Highest recommendation for my friends there. Highest recommendation for my friend here, Doug Thornton. Uh, Sometimes we forget to mention his background. A combat Marine. That should be far enough. No, but he's done more. Defense contractor and 
DHS, and he was on the front lines with Antifa and all that nonsense that went on. He's been to the border. Uh, so he's seen a lot. And together we are the Intel Report. Doug, I want to start with what you've really focused on today. Uh, and you've sent me some good stuff on Greg Abbott giving the big middle finger to Joe Biden. Well, it's good being on with you, Dave. So here in Texas, we got a battleground. The border is officially the war zone. And I want to read a few things. So let's try and put some things in a categorical order here. Sure. All right. So to start off with, this is from Zero Hedge a couple of days ago. And it says GOP congressman says that Biden is staging a civil war by taking down Texas border barriers. All right. Representative Clay Higgins yes. said that um, the Supreme Court just ruled in favor of the Biden administration over the state of Texas, saying that the federal government can remove physical barriers at the border put in place by Texas. And so what does Greg Abbott do? Greg Abbott gives the big middle finger salute to Joe Biden, his administration, and doubles down on installing more seawire, more concertina wire. Mm -hmm. So as humorous as that is, it is not humorous to us Texans, nor should it be to any other uh, people who live along the border states. So this is what our... Um, governor said today and this is what's being posted all around and i, I want to read a few things and then we can collaborate on all this sure. so to start off with greg abbott sent this letter and it's a little bit long but i want to read it in full context all right it says and this is dated january 24th it said the federal government has broken the compact between the united states and the states the executive branch of the united states has a constitutional duty to enforce federal laws protecting states, including immigration laws on the books right now. President Biden has refused to enforce those laws and has even violated them. The result is that he has smashed records for illegal immigration. Despite having been put on notice in a series of letters, one of which I delivered to him by hand, President Biden has ignored Texas' demand that he perform his constitutional duties. He's got three points. President Biden has violated his oath to faithfully execute immigration laws enacted by Congress. Instead of prosecuting immigrants for the federal crime of illegal entry, President Biden has sent his lawyers into federal courts to sue Texas for taking action to secure the border. Point two. President Biden has instructed his agencies to ignore federal statutes that man mandate the detention of illegal immigrants. The effect is to illegally allow their en masse parole into the United States. Point three, by wasting taxpayer dollars to tear open Texas border security infrastructure, President Biden has enticed illegal immigrants away from the 28 legal entry points along this state's southern border and uh, the bridges where nobody drowns and into the dangerous waters of the Rio Grande. Under President Biden's lawless border policies, more than 6 million illegal immigrants have crossed our southern border in just three years. Stopping right there, we know for a fact more than that. That number may be way higher. Okay. It's at least 10 million. From what uh, yeah, it's, it's close to that at this point. 
That is more than the population. That 6 million that he's talking about is more than the population of 33 different states in this country. We have 33 states in the United States that do not have a population of 6 million people. It's true. This illegal uh, refusal to protect the states has inflicted unprecedented harm on the people all across the United States. James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, and other visionaries who wrote the United States Constitution, the framers of the Constitution, as it's called, foresaw that the states should not be left to the mercy of a lawless president who does nothing to stop external threats like cartels smuggling millions of illegal immigrants across the border. That is why the framers included both Article 4, Section 4, which promises the federal government shall protect each state against invasion, and Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which acknowledges the state's sovereign interest in protecting their borders. That is also found in the federal court case, Arizona v. United States. The failure of the Biden administration to fulfill the duties imposed by Article 4, Section 4 has triggered Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3, which reserves to this state the right of self-defense. For these reasons, I have already declared an invasion under Article 1, Section Section 10, Clause 3 to invoke Texas constitutional authority to defend and protect itself. That authority is the supreme law of the land and supersedes any federal statutes to the contrary. The Texas National Guard, the Texas Department of Public Safety, and other Texas personnel are acting on that authority as well as state law to secure the Texas border. Signed, Greg Abbott, Governor of Texas. Yeah. All right. He's absolutely 100% right in everything that he stated. If anything, he left out quite a bit. Biden is also responsible for every murder, every rape, every human trafficking, every vandalism, and every home break-in or theft that's also related to the illegal border crossing entry. Now, let's read something else. He's mentioning Article 4, Section 4. If you go to the constitution.congress.gov, Article 4, the relationships between the states, Section 4, Republican form of government. The United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a Republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion and on application of the legislature or of the executive when the legislator cannot be convened against domestic violence. When you declare Article 4, Section 4, and then Section 1, Clause 10, or Section 10, Clause 3, you're saying that we are literally under duress. This may not be a military invasion, but it is an invasion where you do have people that are known terrorists, cartel members, so um, international organized gangs, known criminals, um, and many other violations to include the human trafficking, smuggling of weapons, smuggling of narcotics, smuggling of whatever kind of weapons of mass destruction also crosses that border, and then also um, embezzlement, bribery of federal officials. I could go on and on for the things that happen at the border because we refuse, Biden refuses 
to close the border. Who then is getting the boons of having an open border? Who is getting themselves enriched by having an open border? Understand this. There is now a Texas Democrat, and I've dealt with this douchebag before, that's out of San Antonio. Uh, And he's calling on Biden to seize control of the Texas National Guard. Representative Joaquin Castro of uh, Democrat of Texas is calling on President Biden to take control of the Texas National Guard if the state defies a Supreme Court ruling that allows the U.S. Border Patrol officers to take down the border barriers. And quote, Governor Greg Abbott is using the Texas National Guard to obstruct and create chaos at the border. If Abbott is defying yesterday's Supreme Court ruling at POTUS, needs to establish sole federal control of Texas National Guard now. This is what Castro wrote yesterday. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has been engaged in a months-long feud with the Biden administration over the situation at the border. Abbott has maintained that Biden is not doing enough to address border security, while the Biden administration has said Texas does not have the authority to erect razor wire barriers. Abbott said in a statement Wednesday that Biden has ignored Texas demands that he perform his constitutional duties and that Texas has declared an invasion which will invoke Texas constitutional authority to to defend and protect itself. All right. So now that we've discussed that, how could Biden take control and federalize the Texas National Guard? What authority is that? So under the Insurrection Act of 1807, Mm -hmm. The United States federal law that empowers the president of the United States to deploy the United States military and federalize National Guard troops with the United States in particular circumstances. Pay attention to what I'm about to say. Such as to suppress civil disorder, insurrection or rebellion. Insurrection or rebellion. Could we potentially see the arrest of Texas Governor Greg Abbott? Could there be a chance that Biden actually does the Insurrection Act of 1807, federalizes the Texas National Guard, and they refuse the order of the President of the United States, who is also the Commander-in-Chief of all armed forces of the United States, yeah. Could could we see a, a potentiality of the Texas National Guard disobeying direct orders from the president? What could that look like? Could they target the pensions? Could they target the pay? Could they target the retirement? Could they target the medical benefits of Texas National Guardsmen? They, at they could if they declared it to be a RICO action. That would yeah, be I mean, legal authority. Under the, if they use the Insurrection Act, they can probably do it that way too. Um, but Biden has to be careful because posse comitatus comes into play here too. Yeah, it's uh, it is interesting. I I don't know exactly which way this would go. I want to say the Texas National Guard is going to give the double middle finger salute to Joe Biden and declare sovereignty with 
uh, Texas and the governor, who is their commander in chief. You know what I thought of earlier, though, Doug? This could be a Bundy style standoff between government agencies. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TheCommonSenseShow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. Could you imagine seeing, and and I, I talked with some friends of mine who are still in DHS right now, and everybody's wondering what in the heck's about to happen. Yeah, I hear you. Could you imagine Texas DPS standing in the way of the federal agents and the federal agents saying, if you don't move out of the way, we're going to arrest you. Who has authority on the border? The federal government does. But whose state is it? It's Texas. So if Texas says, we don't need you anymore, then you're going to have to go to court and you're going to have to secede from the union 
are we really talking about that? And if we really are talking about that, are we really talking about civil war? Have we not been saying for a couple years, no. civil war is coming in 2024. I don't know what it looks like. It's true. But now it's being talked about. Now we have the potentiality of the Insurrection Act of 1807. Um, it, it, the president hasn't said that. None of his staff have, have brought this up. This is this is hypothetical speculation right now. But are we really there? It, it, are we that close to it? Yes. What do you think? <laughs> Excuse me. Um, I take two steps forward with this crap and one step back. Uh, I would say it this way. We're headed for a showdown. I don't see Abbott backing down for a lot of reasons. Some we might get into, uh, but there's going to be a showdown. But I here's the Trump card, though. This is the Trump card. Article four, section four. There is an invasion of the border. Yeah, we have hostile cartel. We've caught drug dealers. We've caught terrorists. We've got four national soldiers that have been apprehended at the border, and not just in Texas, but across the whole southern border. Um. That brings, sec- but but here's the problem, though. Even though Article 4, Section 4 applies, uh, Justice Roberts voted against Texas and the other conservatives, in other words, went 5 to 4. And Roberts is an Epstein Island boy, so he's owned that way. And let's, let's be honest, okay? I mean, Justice Scalia is dead today because of Roberts. I'm not saying Roberts did it, but he's dead because of Roberts because he was going to out him because Roberts was betraying his oath of office and was being compromised by the Epstein people. I want to add that area, that Arizona versus United States. Yeah. By the way, that we mentioned earlier, that was Scalia's ruling. I know that. Yeah, I know that. But that's listen, Scalia was murdered. I mean, let me just give you a few facts here on this. And I need to keep my throat wet here. But uh, a few facts about this. Uh, Scalia's lured to a place where they did child trafficking. Okay, he was lured there. And I'll tell you, I know the circumstances. I won't go into all the details. He, he's found with a pillowcase over his face. There's no autopsy, and this was ordered by a Democratic judge. And this Roman Catholic was cremated to destroy all the evidence. Okay, now, he was having conflicts with Roberts because everyone knows what Roberts is. Let's, let's not, you know, hide behind the, the pale here. And one of the names they're withholding on the Epstein list, I strongly believe, is John Roberts. And he voted against Article 4, Section 4, with the lawsuit filed against Texas. In other words, what the Supreme Court said in this ridiculous ruling is that anyone can come here and invade. You can do any kind of illegal activity crossing the border. You can kill 100,000 Americans a year with fentanyl. No big deal. We're going to let Biden do it. That's basically what the Supreme Court said. Uh, They're a treasonous organization. I came out today with a, a video on this, Doug. And and I talked very, very clearly about the Supreme Court has been compromised. And Kavanaugh has been compromised. Amy Coney Barrett, whose kids were followed to, to school, were threatened, were intimidated. She's back down. Kavanaugh was almost assassinated. Uh, and the DOJ did nothing about these illegal protests, these illegal actions. And so they have succumbed to human nature and human fear. Walk a mile in my shoes. I'm not trying to be judgmental. But we have lost every branch of government now. Today, the ruling against Texas is the proof that the Supreme Court is no longer working to uphold the Constitution. 
Well, I'm I'm here on Congress.gov reviewing their legal notes on the deployment of the National Guard uh, for Operation Lone Star, which Biden ordered uh, the head of DOD, Lloyd Austin, to send, I think it was 5,800 troops uh, to help out with Texas. Yep. So listen to this. This is the authority to deploy the armed forces. And this is a bit lengthy, but it's going to give context. In the event regular armed forces are used to assist in securing the border, a number of legal considerations may arise. For example, the use of military to enforce immigration or criminal laws at the border could run afoul of the Posse Comitatus Act, unless an exception applies. The Posse Comitatus Act is a criminal prohibition that provides the following. Whoever, except in cases and under circumstances expressly authorized by the Constitution or Act of Congress, willfully uses any part of the Army, the Navy, the Marine Corps, the Air Force, or the Space Force as a posse comitatus or otherwise to execute the laws shall be fined under this title or imprisoned not more than two years or both. Consequently, there may there must be constitutional or statutory authority to use federal troops in a law enforcement capacity to stop aliens from entering the country unlawfully, apprehend gang members, or seize contraband. The Posse Comitatus Act does not apply to the National Guard unless it is activated for federal service. There you go. And Biden may do that. So the constitutional the Constitution empowers Congress to authorize the militia to be called forth to execute federal law. Congress has used their power to authorize the president to use the regular armed forces and the National Guard in cases of insurrection against state governments, obstruction of federal laws, or protecting civil rights. Okay, let me say three things. Um, Insurrection against state governments. What Greg Abbott has done is an insurrection. Obstruction of federal laws. What Greg Abbott has done is an obstruction of federal laws. Or protecting civil rights. Every illegal immigrant, once they cross the Rio Grande, is granted protection under the Constitution. They have civil rights. Um, Then it goes on to say that these authorities permit the use of federal armed forces to execute a law enforcement role, notwithstanding the Posse Comitatus Act. It also seems well settled that the president has the constitutional authority as commander in chief to employ the armed forces to defend against an armed attack against the United States as territories or armed forces. And he'll probably, I would say that uh, Joe Biden would probably say, because this is not an armed attack, but it's innocent people fleeing their countries to a better country. And you know what the Democrats always do. It's always a sad song, the bleeding heart, liberal, whatever. Um, and that's uh, that's how he'll twist it. But on the other chance, and I... I want to say this is not going to happen. I want to say in 2024, there's no way this could happen. I'm not so sure. But is there a possibility of the federal government using the military to seize control of the governorship of Texas, which then that would actually be declared martial law if you have martial law is actually defined as military rule after we invaded after we invaded and took over uh japan 
they were under martial law for what, like 30 years? They had actual military governorship of the American government. Douglas MacArthur, yeah. Yeah. So that is what actual martial law is. Martial law is not, you know, the the um the police take over and it's a police state. That's something completely different. Martial laws is that is a military term. Um if you want to cause a rebellion, if you want to cause civil war, Joe Biden will do exactly what I just said. Let me throw in a kicker. Now I've mentioned this to you before. I think we've mentioned it on the show in 2024 donald trump will come to texas he will visit a border town and he will hold a maga uh conference whatever uh get together which normally is thousands and thousands of people showing up there is a small chance an opportunity of a terrorist attack happening that kills a lot of people to include trump i mentioned that to you as speculation that we've talked about years ago and we never knew when that would actually happen let me make this clear for the audience in lieu of a jfk lone assassin nut with a diary uh you do a mass casualty event and the target is your political figure but it makes it it's made to look like he was in the wrong place at the wrong time that's what we're talking about here. I agree. Here's what I think is going to happen at the border, though, Doug. I think Biden in an election year doesn't want to inflame the passions. So what I suspect he's going to do, he's going to move the military down to the border, occupy the border, and they'll take over border processing. And the National Guard will basically be made to cease and desist probably through a confrontation, but not a confrontation designed to provoke violence. That's what I think is going to happen. If they came down and tried to take over the National Guard, they did confront the National Guard with arms, that plays right into the conservatives' hands because that would inflame the passions of the country. And it I, don't does. The Demo- I don't think the Democrats are going to do that. It. I don't know. I, I mean, the, these are these people are insane. These people are literally insane. Look who they put in power. They are literally insane. I agree. I I wonder, will the FBI play a role in any of this? I don't think so. Not unless they come in as a law enforcement factor. We're arresting, excuse me, arresting people who are guilty of insurrection. Well, I mean, that, that would be, that would be. The governor, the lieutenant governor, and the attorney general. Yeah, but that plays into the hands of the conservatives again. You're going to make martyrs of these people. They're, they're, I don't know, man. Maybe they want to do that. You know, we've also said at the other point that maybe the Black Swan event, what they need is chaos. They need another January 6th. They need, if we're talking about they, they need chaos to get order out of the chaos. And they're more than willing um, to provide it. And how innocent would it be for a a terrorist attack to happen? Uh, Of which Christopher Wray has been saying, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. Thanks, FBI. We know that. 
you know, due to the people that your boss led into the country. Um, I, I think you're onto something. Let me back up and say this. Mexico, this will seem like I'm drifting, but I'm not, Doug. Stay with me on this. Mexico put out a complaint on Wednesday, and they accused America of allowing armed shipments into Mexico. And they didn't, they did not mention the destinations and who was receiving the weapons. But we're talking, uh, basically, AMLO is accusing the Biden administration of fast and furious again. I mean, it's in print. This is not hyperbole. This, this actually happened. L- let me tell you what I do know. There are American-sponsored NGOs with American money paying uh, American taxpayer money to the Red Cross, to Catholic Charities, that are facilitating Chinese soldiers coming north. Michael Yan has covered this. Uh, um, Vander Steele's covered this. And there are staging areas along the way for Chinese troops. And they're not the only ones. Venezuelan troops as well, too. And I'm sure you've heard about this. Um, these arms... And I want people to understand, I believe these arms are going to these immigrants, so-called immigrants, which are really soldiers, coming north. And I think it's preparatory for an invasion. I really do. What I've been told by every intelligence source that I have, if America drifts off into serious civil disobedience with violence or civil war, we will be invaded by China. They'll They'll take advantage of the chaos. And I think yeah, this is what we're seeing. The Biden administration is arming our enemies. That's what I'm saying. They're paying for our enemies to come here. And once they're here, they pay them an average of $7,000 per illegal alien per month. That's 84000 a year in a country where the average median family income is 75000 a year. I mean, this is despicable. You, you want to look at insurrection? The insurrection's coming out of Washington. Well... If we have a potential rebellion, I don't know, maybe you allow it to happen. That way you can see from the Pentagon on down who is on your side and who isn't. And we have a crystal knock. Oh, boy. And we have the uh, foreign forces here in our country illegally admitted that could carry that out. Yeah, I mean, there's enough manpower that has crossed that border to replace the entire United States military five times over. So it's not like they're going to be hurting for bodies. And you don't have to train people for years. They need two weeks of experience of how to shoot a gun and not shoot each other. And then here's your uniform. Now, congratulations, you're the popo, you're the police, you're the the military. Go and do what your tyrant tells you to do. I agree. Well, I think we got to leave it here as an open question. I think we've covered the various avenues. We've laid out the legal issues. Uh, but there is something else that we need to cover, um, and it's the Cary Lake situation. Well, before we go there, don't we know a little bit of dirt about Abbott? <sighs> okay, we're opening up a can of worms, but I'll try to make it brief. Well, we're here at the Doug and Dave Intel Report. We're fair and balanced, and we hold uh, we hold no real, I guess you could say, allegiance to anybody, especially not when it's something that has been known to be against the people. 
of the United States. So our we need to lay everything out. Like our allegiance is to God and the Constitution. That's our allegiance it's here on this That's show. That's it. Um, okay. I, I agree with you. Uh, Abbott has dirt. Um, I interviewed Pastor Sam Arnold, and he's an expert on Latin America. He'll forget more than I'll ever learn. And he produced documents a few years ago with a, a, a Cabeza de Baca, who is really corrupt governor of uh, Northern State, Tamsalupsa, and um, near the border. The four Northern states were basically under the Trump administration in rebellion against uh, AMLO. And AMLO was on pretty good terms with Trump. China was facilitating this rebellion. And the fentanyl crossing was done by the people in these four border states. They were housing illegal aliens in preparation for Biden to take over uh, into the hundreds of thousands that we know of. But here, here's the bottom line with all this. The plan was Texas and the four northern states of Mexico would form one country if the United States went into civil war. That was the plan. I've seen the paperwork. We talked about it on the show. Sam and I have done a couple of shows on this a few years old. Abbott is not a nice man. He is not a loyal American. He's playing politics right now because he is he up for election this year? I don't even pay attention to that anymore. Okay. Uh, but he's playing politics with this border issue. He doesn't give a crap who crosses the border. He never has cared. But now he's playing politics. And uh, I don't know if this plan is still alive, the four northern states. And it's a lot like Reconquista de Atzalon, where eight states were going to withdraw from the Union and be their own country because of the illegal treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo, 1848, the Mexican War. It, this is what this reminds me of. Uh, so there's a lot of variables in here. I'm going to say this. The Supreme Court betrayed the American people by striking down Texas action to protect against an invasion, and we'll just have to see where it goes. Um, I think the government, like I said, is going to take control of the border, and I think they're going to try to minimize interaction with Texas officials so they don't create martyrs. But you did have a point. If their goal is to foment a rebellion so they can put it down, well, it might go a different way then. But I want to well, go ahead. But I want to get to Carrie Lake too. Yeah, I want to read this real quick. So this is from the Foundation for Defense of Democra- uh, Democracies. Um, and it is titled, all over the map, the Chinese Communist Party's Subnational Interests in the United States. Okay, so U.S. governors that are considered friendly to China and the Menzi Singju uh, report. Alabama, Arizona, Colorado, Delaware, Idaho, Indiana, Maine, Massachusetts, Montana, New Hampshire, North Carolina, North Dakota, Oregon, Tennessee, Utah, Vermont, and West Virginia. So Texas is not on that. However, we do have some members on here. Attendance record at the China-U.S. Governor's Forum and the related dialogues by state. Um, Texas didn't have anyone attend to that. And then we have this outlets that are affiliated with 2019 world Chinese media forum. And Texas had, let me see, 10 participants who went out to the Chinese media forum affiliates. Um, 
that may not hold too much sway. That may be independent people who went out there. But China does not consider Texas to be on the friendly list. So could that be maybe a, a consideration for why Texas is being so overtly targeted in this um, refugees as a weapon scheme, Dave? I don't know. Abbott's a friend of China, or he has been. I can't say there hasn't been a bifurcation, but no, I don't think so. I, I don't think that's an accurate report. Um, but we'll have to see. But Abbott, you know, if you really want to get the people on your side, he shouldn't just be putting down the Constantine wire. He should be in the media every day, not talking about Article or Section 4, but how many thousands of Texans have died from fentanyl poisoning because of what's going on? Yeah. That's what that would be the number one thing I would be talking about. <clears throat> you know, the federal government can go to hell. We're protecting the lives of Texas citizens that are di- dying because of the drug trafficking done on behalf of China by the cartels crossing our border. Why our American federal forces look the other way. They don't give a damn how many Texans die as long as they get their little political agenda. That's what I would be saying every day if I were Abbott. Instead, he's talking Article 4, Section 4, U.S. versus Okay. Doug, he's barking up the wrong tree. He needs to play the emotional card because he's not going to win a legal battle in this country. He needs to win the battle of public opinion. And they need to have a million Texans on the border with guns. That would be my goal. If I was governor, I wouldn't just depend on the National Guard. I'd say all of us in Texas have an obligation to get down here and stop this right now. Well, last year, there was a bill that was introduced in uh, the Senate for Texas that would actually allow legal vigilantism, that the Texas government could call on certain citizens to enforce these laws, these federal laws that are not being enforced. Um, I don't know if that got shot down or not, but I know that it was introduced. And, you know, just for a little bit of history, February 24th, 1836, the Alamo, victory or death. That was um, that was the speech that was given, the, the letter that was wrote by uh, Lieutenant Colonel, the commander of the Alamo forces, William Barrett Travis. Yeah. I, I had a, I have a cousin who fought and died in the Alamo. And so for us Texans who are you know native to Texas, born, raised here, what's happening on our border, it means a lot to us. And it means a lot to us because that's our people that are under duress, the the redress of their grievances are not being heard. Um, They're being ignored by the federal government. People are dying. People are being kidnapped. People are being raped, maimed, murdered. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and, And nothing's being done about it. You're eventually going to force people to capitulate or fight back, and the government has a plan for both. So we also have to be intelligent when we walk into this fight, and we have to look at this um, for more than just a, re- a reactionary mindset, what is what is being set upon us? What are we walking into? And, you know, I, I don't think seceding from the union is the answer, 
Of course, we're Texas. We'll do what we want. But um, eventually, we're just going to have to completely ignore the federal government and defend our border. And I don't know what that looks like. Does that does that mean forcing the border patrol completely off the border and posting our guys there until we can get this uh, fixed? Does it mean completely locking down the border and not allowing any forms of commerce or any you know people traveling? You know, I I don't know, Dave. I don't know, but yeah, let's move on to Kerry Lake. Yeah. We'll see the balls and bar at Biden's court there. Yeah, we just we don't have much time left here, but I want to get into the Kerry Lake thing. I, I just want to say this as a point of reference, okay? And it's not like I'm taking credit for anything, but I am complaining, and I'm complaining about the abject ignorance of the American people that let two elections get stolen um, in 2020. 2021, actually, after the 2020 election, I wrote a uh, article which I alleged uh, Trump lost Arizona because of five corrupt actions on the part of public officials in Arizona. And it was extremely well documented. I was on Paul Preston's show the day of the article coming out, and Paul got a phone call saying, Hodge is going to get you killed. You keep uh, supporting him. Uh, and then Sarah Westall got harassed, and 11 other friends of mine in the business got harassed. So, you know, they say, you know, when you're over the target and taking flack, you know, you're good. You know, you're on target. Uh, so I had that experience, but I really got labeled as a conspiracy theorist because I said the 2020 election was stolen. Despite no matter how much evidence I could produce, the election was stolen. Okay, and and now... We've got Carrie Lake claiming election interference and all these other problems. The head of the GOP, there is no Republican Party in Arizona. It's a name only, trust me. And the head of the Republican Party, his name's DeWitt, I call him Dimwit. Um, he met with Carrie Lake, and it's a well-known fact that she records her conversations. He should not have been caught off guard by this. This is a well-known fact. And he said to her, well, there's people back east, you know, out of Washington. They don't want you to run. They want you to take a couple years off, and they'll pay you really good money to do this. This man was facilitating a bribe, and because he's talking about entities across state lines, this is a federal crime. This is a federal crime, multi-state, international, facilitating a bribe. The reality is this, Doug. She recorded him. She released it, and in Arizona, you know, in the media, you know what they're doing? They're blaming Carrie Lake. She set him up. I mean, this is unbelievable. The guy commits a crime. Carrie Lake catches him. The only thing that was a setup was his own words and his own actions. Now, he resigned as the GOP chair in Arizona. But I've told you all along, remember I said, the county clerk and recorder and the head supervisor for Maricopa County combined to have a political action campaign against America First candidates that were also GOP like they were. There is no Republican Party in Arizona. What it is, it's totally compromised. The, the Democrats and Republicans, there's no difference whatsoever. And with all the corruption that's been caught in Arizona in the, in the election of 2020 and 2022, not one law has been passed to correct voter fraud. Not one. Not one bill has made it through. And and my friend Liz Harris 
got kicked out of the Arizona legislature for daring to say the 2022 midterm and the 2020 election were stolen. And, and here's what's amazing, Doug, is I reposition here. What's amazing to me is in Republican districts in Maricopa County, the largest county in Arizona, you had a situation in which 60% of the voting machines failed upon opening. State law required that it had to be tested within 24 hours prior to the opening of the, of the election day. Only in Republican districts did this happen, where you had 51% or more of the voters registered Republicans. Didn't happen with the Democrats. Okay, leave the conspiracy out of it. Would you say there's a problem in the biggest county in the state when 60% of the machines fail? Is there a election problem there? That's yeah, not, I mean, how... This fact you know, is not you, a dispute. It's not a dispute, Doug. Yep, you and I were on the phone. Uh, we were watching very closely the race. And how just randomly, oh, can't come here. Everything's shut down. Sorry oh. about that. Hey. You'll have to go to the one that's, you know, five hours away to vote. Happened what to my neighbor. Guess? Happened to my neighbor. Happened to a relative of mine. Uh, and, and here's what happened to a lot of these people. They estimate 150 to 200,000 people were disenfranchised to get to vote that day. They would show up to vote, let's say it's 7 o'clock in the morning. They show up to vote. Okay, they got to be at work at 8. They got to drop their kids off on the way to school. Okay, so life takes over and say, well, you, you get excused from work if you have to vote. No, but how about your kids going to school and how about all the other things with life? And then some people would actually go to another nearby voting center and stand in line for three hours only to have the same thing happen again. I mean, th- these are the stories that were told by people when they went to the public comment section of the Maricopa County Board of Supervisors meetings. And, and so here you have all this fraud. Okay, and now you have the head of the GOP talking an America First candidate, Carrie Lake, out of running against a Democrat. See, Doug, this is what's amazing. GOP head telling Carrie Lake to give up the race against this Democrat. Is there something wrong with that picture? And by the way, the guy's name is Ruben Gallegos, and he makes Fidel Castro look conservative. Well, I mean, how entrenched is the cartel in the Republican Party then? Oh, okay. Well, you just open up a can of worms. I'm good at that. Yeah, well, we don't have time to get into all. I'll just say this. John Thaler, 30-year RICO investigator. John Thaler investigated Arizona and other states, but mostly Arizona. 120,000 pages of RICO documents, 20,000 affidavits. And let's put it this way. It would be harder to find Arizona legislators and judges who are not on the Sinaloa payroll for money laundering activities on behalf of China. It's all one big happy family, but it's harder to find ones that aren't than ones that are. It's absolutely incredible. Um, And uh, names, this is why Liz Harris got kicked out. John Thaler's protege, Jackie Brager, was invited and approved to give a presentation to the Arizona legislature, Joint House Committee on Election Integrity, and they kicked Liz out for her presentation. It was a 40-minute presentation. She only went over 40 pages, but she named names. Speaker of the House. She named They named legislators, okay? And Liz got kicked out, even though she didn't approve the agenda. That was what was amazing. So when we look at this, Carrie Lake was defrauded of, of rightfully winning that election. In Republican districts, and the voting machines go down, and if you lose minimum 150,000 uh, voters, 
Uh, Kerry lost by 17,000 votes. The estimate would have been had those 150,000 is actually probably 200,000. But those 150,000, if they voted in the same proportion as the numbers in their district, Kerry Lake wins the election by over 100,000 votes. That's a fact. So the election was stolen in Arizona with the participation of GOP members who facilitated this crime. What they should have said was, wait a minute, we can't say this is a valid election if 60% of the voting machines in Maricopa County aren't working. Listen to the excuse, too, Doug. It was about a month after the election they came out and says, well, we figured out why the machines broke. They used paper for runback that was too thick. And I go, whoa, wait a minute, hold on. Are you telling me that they use different paper in the Republican districts than they used in the Democratic districts? That doesn't even make any sense. Well, and you had to buy that. You had to buy that prior. Yeah. Okay. And it, and it all has to be approved by the government because that's a federal thing. It all has to be approved by the state government, by the federal government. You know what type of paper that you have to buy. And you choose specifically to buy the one not recommended, yeah, knowing I, a potential problem is coming, pre-planned. But how, pre-planned. how could you in the same county use different paper for predominantly Democratic districts than Republican? Does that even make any sense? Well, I'm, I mean, if we're going to talk about an investigation to be opened up, somebody is losing their job, going to jail. Wow. That's election interference. Yep. So Carrie Lake records a bribe offered to her for millions of dollars not to run. Oh, she said 20, 30. You know the integrity of Carrie Lake? She said, you can offer me 10 million, 20 million, 30 million. You can offer me a billion. I'm not leaving. We need more Carrie Lakes. I know. But the bottom line is, this is the point I'm getting to, and I think this is the key point. You have the head of the Republican Party. And how many times, Doug, have you heard me say there is no Republican Party in Arizona? They're all corrupt. It's run by corrupt people that serve a globalist agenda. They're no different than the damn Democrats. And they'll work against America First candidates. And we have the proof from the political action campaigns that are public knowledge. Now, you've got, here's the reaction in Arizona. The media, some of the GOP, Carrie Lake set him up. Wait a minute. She didn't tell him what to say. He offered her a bribe not to run. She didn't go up to him and say, will you offer me a bribe so I can get this on tape and use it against you? Uh, That didn't happen. The guy offered her a bribe not to run on the behalf of very powerful people that don't want her. And she's blamed for this event. This is her fault. She set him up. Unbelievable. You made me steal your car. You made me rob your house. You made me murder your companion. I mean, this is the kind of logic we're dealing with here. Every 12 hours, Dave, it it still holds true. Every 12 hours, there's something new. Look, we're not even out of January yet. Yeah. I can't wait to see what February looks like. Well, I got one more thing to say. If I were Elon Musk, and I'm not because I don't talk this way, but for you people who criticized me for the last three and a half years about election integrity and the proof about how corrupt Arizona politics is and it's spread through the country, 
In the words of Elon Musk, you know what you could do with yourself. But I'm not Elon Musk, so I would never say that. It's you people who criticize me, seriously. You ought to be ashamed. You ought to get down and write me an email tomorrow and apologize to me for what you said. All the labels you gave me, all the harassment I got, you should write me and apologize because now it's out in the open. That's right. Hey, and look, before we go, I want to let everyone know that we thank you for your support. We thank you for subscribing to um, my YouTube channel. Dave's is dead now. But please go and subscribe at Rumble for The Common Sense Show. Make sure that you're also uh, monitoring thecommonsenseshow.com. And if you're not, please subscribe to thecommonsenseshow.tv so you can see more of this type of conversations and stuff that we just can't say on YouTube half the time. And uh, like, share, comment, subscribe. Make sure you're getting the Intel report out to people who need to see it, who need to hear it. Get it out to your state representatives. Let them know that we are not taking prisoners. We're coming out with every bit of information that we can come out with. And finally, church, start praying that this country gets right with its maker before he makes us right with him. We need to be on our P's and Q's with the Lord more than ever in 2024. Train, prepare, pray, subscribe to American Vindicta, subscribe to The Common Sense Show. Make sure that you're sharing this information. Keep us in your prayers. We're always under some sort of attack from the enemy. And uh, other than that, we love you guys. We thank you very much for watching. A couple more things before we go. Just a couple more things before we go. I just wanted to hit something here. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, we're headed for a major crackdown in social media. I've already been a victim of it, but I'm saying it's coming. It's big. I've been talking to insiders. The CIA has ordered social media to crack down on people like Doug and myself. Um, and this is not new information, but it needs to be said. And the reality is this, is that if we do not spread the word and wake more people up and not get millions of marching feet in the streets, you're going to be living in 15-minute cities, you're going to be eating bugs, and you'll be on a planned agenda for depopulation. And I'm absolutely convinced this is what they want. They hate humanity. They hate Christians. They're, they're even spying on Christian purchases now. If you buy a Bible... Your bank is turning you into the DOJ. You're on a watch list now for being a Christian. This is the kind of nation we live in right now. And so this is why we ask you, take broadcasts like ours, and not just ours. There's many, many, many good researchers out there that I'm in in awe of. Take their work and and share it, because people aren't going to be convinced the first 10 times they hear something. They need to hear it over and over and over. They say that if you tell a big enough lie often enough, people come to believe it. Well, the inverse is true, too. If you tell the truth often enough, people will come to understand it. And we need to really do this. People say, well, how can I help? What can I do? I feel powerless. Uh Uh-uh. Share the work. That's enough. We need to wake people up. So we just say to Biden, middle finger to you, Joe, we ain't doing anything your government tells us. And there's too many of us. Yeah, you get the idea. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We want to thank you so much for being with us uh, here on the Intel Report. I think we, uh, I think we had a lively one tonight. And please share this again, and we'll see you back here next time. God bless. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.